Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. You're listening to American Family Radio. Hey, download our our uh, app if you don't have it already. <clears throat> Tens of thousands of people listen to AFR uh, in the U.S. and other countries uh, on our AFR app. That way, you can listen to American Family Radio anywhere you go in the world. As long as you have high-speed internet, so uh, take advantage of that. The AFR app takes you about 60 seconds to download that on your iPhone or your uh, Android mm-hmm. device. You got it. I got it. Fred, yep. Fred and I. Steve's got it. Well, all right, Ray, you got it, right? For sure. Yes. And I've listen. <clears throat> I've been around the world. Right. And Philippines and South Korea, Ukraine, Uganda, and I have tuned in. AFR sometimes middle of the night on the other side of the world. The app is it's as good as tuning in on your uh, car mm-hmm. radio. It's mm-hmm. amazing how well it works. Steve Jordan with us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. What are you leading with, Steve? This Got morning, some breaking news. Uh, while you guys were on the air in the uh, first hour of the show, we learned that the twelve remaining hostages, those Christian missionaries in Haiti, have been released. Amen. So. Amen. So, uh, and we don't know why, but two months to the day ago, two months ago to the day, I should say, um, 17 uh, missionaries that were over from an Ohio mission group to an orphanage in Haiti were kidnapped, which there, there's a lot of kidnappings going on in Haiti right now because the country's in a lot of disarray because the president was assassinated. There's a whole lot of reasons, but crime is rampant there. And uh, so these these hostages were kidnapped. They were demanding a million dollars each. There were like f- five kids, some of, uh, one little infant uh, and one Canadian. Everybody's American except for one Canadian. Um, and they started, they released a couple of, a week or two ago, and then they released two yesterday. And then today, I guess they released all the rest of them. Um, I'm not aware that uh, if they got the hot, the money or any money or why they released them, they don't know. I don't know that yet, but they are free people now. Amen. Amen. That yeah. is great news. <clears throat> That's right. Amen. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, all right. Next story. All right. Um, let's t- <laughs> let's talk about um, this. We got a school district in Missouri. This is uh, from the transgender file, and uh, forgive me if we just go on and on about the this file phenomenon. Is transgender. Well, I have a file. That it, you have a file that identifies a, as as what? Uh, no, my file a is a cardboard box. My or file what? Is, my file identifies as a file, but but it contains all the stories that I oh in my okay mind, stories about, about the transgender right. situation right. in America. Okay. And, and 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 frankly, it's not even a real file. It's just in my head. Right. Uh, anyway, a Missouri school district has been ordered to pay a former student four million dollars in Missouri after a jury ruled that the district discriminated against this young woman who thinks she's a, she's a man by not letting her use the boys' bathroom. Where is this? In Missouri. Jackson that County, That doesn't Missouri. sound like Missouri to me. There well, must be some it's a court aberration. Huh? A court in Missouri, anyway. Was it a state court or a federal court? Uh, Missouri, uh, you know? a jury in Jackson City. Um, oh, was it a jury decision? A jury decision, yeah. Jackson City or Jackson <clears throat> County? County, county, thank you. Yeah. Find out where that is. You know where that is, Ray? I, I do not. I'm but looking, I'm not I'm surprised. Looking. The problem is, I mean, clearly, 
the, the problem is not with the school system. They try to do the right thing. The problem is with the courts, right? Which is, and this is a federal court, then, you know, all bets are off no matter what state it is. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm not sure if it's federal. At this time, it just says the decision. It's probably a state court. Probably is a state court. But a $4 million dollar. They awarded this kid $175,000 in compensatory damages. In other words, that's how much they think that this girl suffered by not being able to be called a boy. And then $4 million in punitive damages. If you're a school district out there. That's that's, That's complete and utter insanity. I. I can't imagine that standing. Uh, again, where where is that happening? Can you type that in? It, yeah, Jackson is, County, Missouri. Jackson County, Missouri. It's maybe it's, if it's in St. Louis, you know they, you know, same they between get little, Kansas they get little, City same. and St. Joseph. Huh? Between Kansas City and well, St. just Joseph. north of us, then. Yeah, just just north of the Kansas City area. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let me find out more about this story. That some doesn't sound right about that. Um, now, they certainly will appeal it, won't they, the school yeah. system? Yes, the school system said they will appeal. Jackson County, Missouri. That's what you yeah, said this took place in. Yes, in case right. our listeners are wanting to search this. And story. it is really close to Casey. It is, in fact, it's part of Casey, okay, what I'm well. seeing here. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, and, and this kind of relates. The, you remember we talked about this swimmer for Penn, this uh, guy that calls himself Leah? University of Pennsylvania? The University of Pennsylvania, the, the Ivy League school. Um, and this, this girl has decided, this guy decided he wanted to be a, a woman and, and compete against the women. So this is a swimmer who was actually a, a scholarship swimmer as a man at Penn, was, was doing fairly well against men. I mean, he was a, a competitive swimmer. And he decides to change genders and then joins the women's team and starts resetting the records for women's swimming, uh, beating in one race we were talking of beating uh, a, uh, a, 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 a hit all the opponents by more than thirty seconds. He lapped every person in this in this particular race, and some he lapped twice. So um, there's not, there's a lot of unhappiness in in private. The in, the the teammates are very unhappy. They don't they they feel cheated. And the parents of these teenagers, uh, of these, I'm sorry, these swimmers, also feel cheated. Um, and I wanted, I wanted to let you know a little bit about what they said in this letter. They sent a letter to the school district. They said, it's not at, the school district, it's the university. The university, I'm sorry, yeah. I was back it's, in the it's, last. It's a, it's a university setting. It is, yeah. And it was, yeah. Thank you, it was a, yeah. I was back in the last story. Yeah. Um, they sent a letter to the university that said, at stake is the integrity of women's sports, and it is a direct threat <clears> to female athletes in every sport. And they say the responsibility is to the NCAA to give an official statement, and it's unfair and irresponsible, they say, to leave the onus on this guy named Leah. They, they, don't, want to, they don't want everybody coming down on him. You can it's the coach's fault, too. Yeah, well, it's the school's fault, the coach's fault, coach's the NCAA's fault. fault for letting him all you do, compete. Here's how you do. It's very simple. You say, if you're a biological male, you cannot compete on the girls' uh, swim team. Or the girls' soccer team. Or the girls' uh, tennis team, or whatever. That makes sense. If you're born with male genitalia, you're not playing on the girls' uh, uh, sporting teams. Next question. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah. Well, the NCAA has made a, a policy that if you have stayed out so many years and your testosterone level like is so low. That's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Males have a – I don't care how much – 
testosterone reducing drugs you take, but by the way, it begs the whole question of the NCAA. I thought they were against drugs. Use. But uh, anyway, <laughs> right? Uh, huh? Right? Isn't it? Aren't right. they supposed to? But uh, so you take uh, these drugs that are supposed to make you more feminine, I guess, or less 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 masculine. Yeah. Well, it makes you feminine. I mean, they puts it rearranges the fat. You still uh, have males still have a different bone structure yep. and muscular uh, sure structure yep. than females. I don't care how much of that stuff you take. So it's, the whole thing is ridiculous, and yes. I hope. I mean this sort of tongue in cheek. I hope I hope the guy destroys all the records in women's swimming. You know why? They can rewrite the record. Because it's time it it's time for people to speak up and speak out and tell the truth and quit cowering to this uh this ridiculous movement. Uh that doesn't mean you hate anybody. Nobody hates anybody. You say that if you're a, if you're born a male, you have to compete in male sports. Yes. Outside of that, if you want to walk around in a dress you call yourself Susie uh, when you're Sam, you go for it. Uh, if that's how you want to live your life. Although I think that's, that's uh, well, I got other words for, for that that I won't go into. But if that's how you choose to live your life, Sam, you want to call yourself Susie and all your family says we're good with that, go ahead. However, you're not, you're not getting in the swimming pool with the girls. You know, it, it's amazing. If we... If a discussion came up 15 or 20 years ago, hey, do you see the day when a guy can walk up and say, I feel like a girl today, therefore I'm going to compete with the girls on this team and that team? We would have, that's, that's insane. That will no, never happen. It wouldn't have happened five years ago. I don't never think. happened. Right. But now we're, somebody, we're at the point where there are court yeah. cases Listen, where this junk is going on. Listen, uh, right this yeah. used to be considered by the American Psychological Association, a secular organization, a mental disorder. And they were correct. When yes, they, they said that, it was they were correct. It was listed in the DSM. That was, was correct. Uh, I, f- I feel for people who are confused like this in the sense that obviously they're struggling with something that's real. Sure. Inside of their psyche or inside of their mind or whatever, however you want to call it. But we, Ray, we can't participate – in calling something <clears throat> uh, that is that is not. Right. They're asking us to deny reality, mm-hmm. right, to pretend that something is true that is not true. You can, you know, that guy, that the, the one you're talking about, right? Leah. Leah, right. That's his female name. That is. Right? I don't know his dead name. His, he's still a guy. So you're buying yeah. into it, Steve. No, I, I just don't know the name to call him other than Leah. He can call he can call himself Leah, right? right? He can right. do that. Yeah. But everybody knows, including the other girls, the real girls on the team, they know this whole thing is fake and it's a charade. They sure do. Oh, he won by thirty eight seconds in the race I saw. It's ridiculous. The guy is like six two, looks like Michael Phelps. I mean, he's just, uh, uh, you know. By the way, if you want to know more about this whole topic of gender confusion and what's going on in our culture and how what God and the Bible has to say about it and how how you can have your life transformed, uh, go to in his image. Is it in his image.com? In his, in his image the dot the movie, isn't it? Look it up. I've forgotten. I should know that by heart, but it's been a few months since I promoted it. Brent's looking it up. It's our video, our DVD, huh? Tell us what it is, Brent. In his image dot movie. 
Go to InHisImage.Movie. InHisImage.Movie is free. There you go there and you watch that. We did a uh, <clears throat> uh, a video. Documentary almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that uh, has m several people who were trapped in that lifestyle and how they were delivered from it and came out of it and were set free. Uh, so nobody's denying that that's not a real struggle that someone would go through. I knew a, somebody a few years ago, fellas, that uh, uh, his grandma would dress him up like a girl when he was four years old. And that messed him up bad, even into his adulthood. You ever heard of that, Ray, that kind of thing? I have heard of that. And, you know, we have to make a distinction here, don't we, which we try to do all the time. If you're talking about individuals <clears throat> struggling with, quote, gender dysphoria, with uncertainty and confusion, that would be dealt with with gentleness and kindness, right? That's but right. But we are also saying, and, and as you said, some people want to live that way. Okay, to an extent, do what you want to do. But we are saying no guy should be able to call himself a girl and swim on the girls' swim team. Right. right. It's very easy to solve if you're not woke. Or if, huh, even if you are woke, you got to say, well, this is wrong. I don't right. care about It's nuts. It's nuts. It's Go nuts. ahead. Where are the feminist organizations? Hmm. Why aren't they speaking out about this? Because uh, they're torn. The minute they start speaking about it, they go, hmm, are we against LGBTQ? Uh, maybe we're transphobic. Uh, but that's the, really not their mission. Their mission is first and foremost to champion women's yeah. women's rights, right? Well, and, if I was a mom and dad and I was considering, you know, where my daughter's going to go to university, um, I would just say, well, I'm not going to send them to uh, University of Pennsylvania uh, because I worked, you know, uh, if I'm a dad of a, of, a young, of a daughter, I get up in the morning, 5 o'clock, I take them to practice all these years. They do well in high school. All of a sudden, they go to the University of Pennsylvania, and they allow some guy to compete against my daughter. Yeah, what is and, the point? And, and other and their 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 schools that they're competing against too. Yes. Uh, so anyway, next story, Steve. All right, um, San Francisco for a long time. I grew up in the Bay Area, and I used to love going up there. We called it the city, by the way. Frisco is not uh, a thing in California. I used to love going up to the city and uh, going around. It's such a cosmopolitan place. There's uh, there's the Fisherman's Wharf. It was beautiful, but it has turned into uh, uh, basically a human uh, waste dump. They have people living on the street it, and uh, just things that we are too kind of yucky to talk about even on the radio. And uh, and along with that, uh, crime has has taken off in San Francisco. And so um, they have a, a woke mayor. Her name is London Breed. She was elected, and she went along. I don't think they ever defunded their police that I know about, but they certainly uh, did not promote the police. They reined them in. They reined them in, yeah. They, and it's also the city where they said you can steal up to yeah. $900, and we're not going to hurt you. Right, and they have the prosecutors that are letting people out. Well, London Breed, reality hit London Breed square in the face. I want to hear... Who is she? The she's mayor? She's the mayor of San Francisco. I want you to hear her. Um, this is now this person who was all in favor of letting people out with no bail and all this kind. This is her now after the crime has snuck up on her. Cut eight. In recent months, we've not only seen a number of high-profile incidents of brazen robberies and car break-ins, but also street behavior and criminal activity, especially in the Tenderloin, that has become 
far too normal and cannot continue to be tolerated. To be clear, what I'm proposing today and what I will be proposing in the future will make a lot of people uncomfortable. And I don't care. At the end of the day, the safety of the people of San Francisco is the most important thing to me. And we are past the point where what we see is even remotely acceptable. Oh, she, oh, she's like channeling. Uh, she's a rabid right winger. <laughs> no law and order. <laughs> huh? What happened? Well, my, if I was a uh, Peter Ducey at that news conference, <laughs> I would say, "What happened to you, Mayor?" Just well, a few, just a few weeks ago, you were defending those people with shopping carts going into Walgreens and stealing a thousand dollars. You never said a word. Listen. So, what happened to you? <laughs> Uh, as Ed says, Ed Vitagliano, reality is a hard teacher. It is. Yeah. And <clears throat> woke policies on crime uh, don't make any sense, and they don't work, and they don't protect the public, which is the primary job of the government, is to protect the public. So what San Francisco has learned, and all these other big liberal cities are learning the hard way, is that if you're soft on crime, crime will increase if you're going to uh, uh, make the police, uh, if you're going to, excuse the pun, handcuff the police, then the police aren't going to be able to do anything to deter crime or to stop crime. And so thus you end up with all the bad guys knowing they can get away with it. And when all the bad guys know they can get away with crime, guess what they're going to do? They're going to rob you blind and they're going to uh, commit acts of the violence and robbery and theft and muggings and brazen daylight uh-huh. uh, uh, criminal activity. Ray, the liberal mind uh, <laughs> thinks that you can give these people jobs and a little support money or something to make their surroundings a little bit better and that, that they'll start behaving. They don't understand that there's a sin nature in all of us and these people have let the sin nature kind of take over. <clears throat> well. Go ahead, Ray. The problem is always, ultimately, inside the human heart, isn't it? The problem is not the environment. The problem is not uh, people having jobs or not having jobs or how much they're being paid. As good, as important as, as social debates are, the problem is always inside the human heart, which is why you are always going to have some level of criminality, which is why you must have uh, leaders and you, uh, who will take a strong stand. It's the number one job of the government to protect its own people. You know, Steve, what I found interesting is that the Senate, she said, this, she, she listed all this bad stuff, and she said, this will no longer be tolerated, yeah. which <laughs> by definition says this is what the policy has been. Exactly. We are going, yeah, we're going to tolerate yeah. this, but now we're not. We'll see. Well, so, I, I'm not from Missouri, but if I was, I would say, show me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to see that you're going to back up what you're saying. <laughs> and the first place you need to go to is the Walgreens. And the next time somebody comes in with a shopping cart and attempts to walk out with $900 worth of stuff without paying yeah. for it, you arrest them. Did you all see where some of these CEOs from like five or six comp- major corporations, household brands, wrote to either the president or they wrote to Nancy Pelosi or leaders in Washington at least, a joint letter saying you're going to have to do something about this violence. About this crime, yeah. it's 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 hurting our companies and hurt hurting our businesses. Not the, the it's on the Fox News website right now. Uh, there were several companies that were listed there 
Yeah. You know, this uh, also, a lot of this stems from the uh, social justice movement. Correct. Absolutely. In this country. Um, And I've talked about this before. So they don't, the social justice movement will say, uh, listen, we need, there's too many African-American males in prison. And so how do we reduce that? Uh, we, 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 we make what, what's, what is happening in our inner cities, not, not, le- not illegal to use a, I guess, is that a double negative or, or, or we don't have them have any bail to post cause they don't have any money. They're poor. So they get caught, they get arrested. We let them out for nothing because they're poor. And so in the name of social justice, not just African-American males, but anybody, I guess they would say, but mostly it affects Inner city, African-American, young males. That's the demographic that's committing most of these crimes uh, in these big cities. And what the social justice movement says is that's discriminatory. That shouldn't be so. Uh, So we need to let those uh, people out without bail. But what happens is like what happened up in Wisconsin with the guy who drove through the Christmas parade murdering all those people is you're letting bad dudes out. And you're letting them out uh, again and again and again and again, and they're committing crimes again and again and again and again. That's what's happening. And uh, so until you get rid of this mindset of racial quotas for arrest, which is crazy, uh, <clears throat> you arrest people who do crimes. Right. You don't – nobody – Oh, let's see. We, we need uh, we need six white people this week. We need three black people and one Hispanic. So go out there and get them. I mean, that, that's the kind of attitude that the social justice warriors take towards well, well, towards exa- crime. You're exactly right. And it's not only out there in the adult world. It's been in our schools. When Barack Obama was president, he said the number of kids being disciplined should not exceed when if yeah. if twenty percent of the student population. Yeah, or the, yeah. the population of the city is black, the number of students being disciplined should not exceed any more than 20%. No. Or, or we're going to cut off funding you? for your cafeteria programs. Well, see, and they're trying to apply this social justice thinking to academics now. Yes. Yeah. Huh? They're out in California. Speaking <laughs> this whacked out California. Yeah. They're, some, of the, some of the school districts in California are saying we're doing away with D's and F's for Minority children. Yep. No failures. No, no, no failure. If they don't get an A, B, or C, they get to te- retest and retest and retest. Mm-hmm. I guess. And that's. I'm not making this up. Yeah. No, no. And the, the, what they do, they do that and say, "Well, this, this uh, the, we do this in the name of equity." Yep. Well, in Oakland, California, they said uh, math is racist. Yeah. You can no longer say the only answer for two plus two is four. If you do it, you're racist. <laughs> Although I tell you, I, I am oh not man. kidding. They I'm are not kidding. Some are using some fairly creative uh, ways to go around this. You talked about the nine hundred dollar yeah. um, uh, limit in Walgreens. I, there's a store owner. I don't know if it's true, but he he listed everything <clears throat> at a thousand dollars, and you got the discount at the register. <laughs> really? That's good. I don't. That's you what know, I read. The, the, I the irony here. One of the ironies of this is the people most suffering from this. Are inner city blacks? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, in the big cities, the, the, the black communities have violent violence uh, out of out of control. Chicago, <clears throat> Chicago being a prime example, mm-hmm. 
And so uh, the social justice movement hurts the minority communities more than they do anybody else, quite frankly. As I said, a uh, sad irony. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Hey, Trivia Friday. We'll have some fun tomorrow.